Hello, and welcome to Gen X Oozes, a podcast devoted to useless and useful knowledge, a podcast where knowledge is in the mind of the beholder, a podcast with misinformation, disinformation, and disinformation. Feature presentation. The Chancellor, the late Chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. For eight centuries it's been hailed as the document which gave birth to English democracy and justice. Four copies of the Magna Carta still exist. One of the two in the British Library is so badly damaged it's illegible. But the Royal Seal of Approval curtailed the monarch's power. It was written in Latin, but the English translation contains words which are still enshrined in law today. The most important thing about Magna Carta was that it established the principle of the rule of law. No free man shall be seized or imprisoned or stripped of his rights or outlawed or exiled except by the judgment of his equals or by the law of the land. And that clause is really at the heart of Magna Carta's fame today. And yet this was a deal between a tyrannical king and powerful barons. It didn't apply to ordinary people. King John had imposed heavy taxes on his barons in order to pay for his expensive foreign wars. If they refused to pay, he punished them severely or seized their property. The barons demanded that King John obey the law. When he refused, they captured London and John was forced to negotiate. The two sides met at Runnymede to hammer out a peace treaty. They'd all be amazed at how their great charter is still revered today. This monument was paid for by American lawyers. After all, the Magna Carta was valid for just ten weeks. Pope declared that King John had signed it under duress and had it annulled. So how come a failed treaty has become such a worldwide symbol of democracy that the current monarch will be among those celebrating its 800th anniversary? The Magna Carta was revised and rewritten over the years. Its principles were adopted by America's founding fathers in their Declaration of Independence and Bill of Rights. So much so that the country has loaned copies of both documents to the British Library. It inspired the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and has been quoted by Gandhi and Mandela. But critics say modern politicians don't always respect its principles. The war on terror has led to prolonged detention without trial. All these things do not sit comfortably with the spirit of Magna Carta. And it does give an example where throughout the world, not just America, not just the United Kingdom, politicians name-check Magna Carta. Uh, when perhaps they should be living its spirit a little more than that. The Magna Carta started a debate on our rights as citizens, which will continue long into the future.
Let's read a little bit more. The principles of trial by jury, then, are these. That in criminal cases, the accused is presumed innocent. That in civil cases, possession is presumptive proof of property. Or in other words, every man is presumed to be the rightful proprietor of whatever he has in his possession. And that these presumptions shall be overcome in a court of justice only by evidence, the sufficiency of which, and by law, the justice of which, are satisfactory to the understanding and consciences of all the jurors. These are the basis on which the trial by jury places the property, liberty, and rights of every individual. Wow. See, now that's that's just so good because those principles are very reasonable, right? That you're presumed innocent and that the property is presumed yours unless somebody can come forward with quality evidence. And the way it's supposed to work is that there has to be sufficient evidence and a sufficient justice with regards to the claim in order for the consciences of the jury to say, yes, you win. That's just, I don't know how anybody could ever disagree with something like that. See, it's just so damn reasonable. And you compare it to what we have, this arcane system of people who are completely and totally outside of your control, dreaming up shit, supposedly bound to do all these things and precedent and all these laws they have to follow and must do this and burdens and all this shit that's been compounded and complicated into the system now. So that the idea that you're going to get justice is virtually impossible. Even the justice they claim exists now is just simply justice under the law, meaning injustice, meaning that these man-made, made-up, crooked laws have been so-called justly used. <laughs> it's just arbitrary words and language now. Turned everything on its head. Just all of it's been turned on its head. Man, it's just its so good. I, I hope people understand how impactful this is and how this argument absolutely destroys the system we have and just shows the people who promote the system to be the worst kind of controlled opposition, lowlifes, keeping the people imprisoned inside of this system in order to continue for them to make money, have positions, power, and authority, and so that the people behind the scenes can continue to rape us in the worst kind of massive way like they have been for hundreds of years. And if people understood these rights, if people understood what this was about, the people could take this all back tomorrow. Tomorrow. We don't have to wait and get elections and all this other build a fucking consensus and put shit on flyers and all. We don't have to do any of that. The law, the control of the stuff is in the hands of the people at all times with real jury trials. What you've been told by constitutional conservatives is not true. They are traitors. They are traitors wearing the uniform of liberty when in fact they are the worst kinds of status taking all the people we need and driving them into a ditch. That's just the bottom line. River Phoenix is Jimmy Reardon. I'm desperate. He's got 24 hours to convince the one girl he loves that he's honest, faithful, and fully committed. Do you love me? You make me want to vomit. Are you going to think that of me for the rest of our lives? It's going to be a long night. <laughs> a night in the life of Jimmy Reardon. From 20th Century Fox. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Starts Friday, February 26th at theaters everywhere.
But unfortunately, law by no means confines itself to its proper functions. And when it has exceeded its proper functions, it has not done so merely in some inconsequential and debatable matters. The law has gone further than this. It has acted in direct opposition to its own purpose. The law has been used to destroy its own objective. It's been applied to annihilating the justice that it is supposed to maintain, to limiting and destroying rights which its real purpose was to respect. The law has placed the collective force at the disposal of the unscrupulous who wish, without risk, to exploit the person, liberty, and property of others. It has converted plunder into a right in order to protect plunder. And it has converted lawful defense into a crime in order to punish lawful defense. Chuck Yeager here. Old soldiers never die, but neglected batteries do. That's why I feel better with a Delco battery under the hood. Seal tight and maintenance free, with plenty of startup power to handle cold winter nights. Delco batteries and deep cycling Delco Voyager batteries. Land or sea, they're maintenance free. And now get up to $5 rebate on all Delco batteries. See your AC Delco retailer for details. But act soon. This offer ends December 19th, 1987. Gen X Oozes is produced by me, Gen X Jason. Logo and artwork by Tim, aka Victim Number Two. Foreign correspondent, the Duke of Soda Bread. Almost all production music produced by the fine artists at Storyblocks.com.